What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the show, we have a repeat guest, an agent who sold over $22 million in his first year, now is building a team that sold over $50 million last year. Welcome back to the show, Jonathan Shavala. What's up? Welcome to the show, Jonathan. How are you doing today? Good. Yeah. Appreciate you having me. Great to have you on. This is, I think, the second time we've done an interview here, and maybe you did one before with Carrie. So, yeah. uh, repeat guest on the Hyperfast show. And just to give people background, if they didn't listen to those prior episodes, which they should, you had a tremendously fast start in real estate. How many deals volume did you do your first year? Uh, Twenty-two million, thirty-five deals first year. Twenty-two million. 35 deals your first year. Almost beat me, but not quite. Not quite. But, um, and that's, that's without adjusting for inflation, by the way. Yeah, oh. that's right. So just like to point that out. But give us an update of what's happened since then. And, and uh, you know, you, you've branched out and started your own team and about to make a big move. So walk us through all the, the good details here. Yeah, no, um, year three, we've started our own team. It's called Duo. Um, Duo, Jonathan Chavala team. We are, as of next month, going to be a team of 11. So seven agents, three ISAs, one admin, and myself. Um, and then, um, yeah, making a big move here, currently with uh, Keller Williams, and going to be changing brokerages here soon. All right, well, um, what what's next for you? What's, what's, what's the change, and, and, and why? EXP. Um, moving to EXP, um, it's going to be... Coming to the dark side. Coming to the dark <laughs> side. Um, a lot of pros and cons uh, that we were weighing in terms of where we're at currently with Kelly Williams. You know, is it worth it? That was kind of the big question, right? Is it worth it for our team? I think there's a lot of pros with Keller Williams, except when it comes to our team, what are the cons? And the cons just outweigh the pros, right? So in terms of how much we pay them, and is it the right fit for just our team? Uh, our team is a very, very independent, very virtual. We love to meet together off-site. We do, we meet all the time in terms of weekly and bi-weekly, but um, Keller Williams and its community and resources just was it for us, mostly. All right, so you're saving money on the yearly cap, broker yep. fees, splits, yep. um, and I, I guess enough there that it's worth the move, right? Because if, if you're going to you know, there's a lot of people out there that aren't going to move for, you know, a little bit of savings on that, right? Yeah, no, it's like, I'm not just completely changing our entire lifestyle on brokerage just because now each of my agents are saving, what, nine grand each. Um, that's not the majority of the, the reason there. The other, the other big reason is because we do, in terms of long-term plan, we want to obviously grow the team, grow in terms of locations, cities, and resources there. So that's a big one. Um, in terms of also just the back-end systems, EXP is going to be a little bit easier for us. Uh, and then, of course, the mentorship and the resources we get in terms of with partnering with you guys. Yeah, I think I think um, a lot of people, when they think of EXP, you know, there's obviously what they're going to save on the splits. There's the advantages of being in a cloud. Mm-hmm. Um, but expansion teams is something that is a huge advantage that you don't, you don't hear a ton about, you know, with with EXP. Like in the, the Keller Williams model, if you want to run an expansion team, well, you know, you go to a different market center, they've got a whole different set of franchise agreements, a whole different set of ownerships, whole different cost structure, yeah. and 
you just have to plug in and like eat that cost. So every time you go to a new market center, there's going to be right. new agreements there, right. new ownership to work with, mm-hmm. and a new fee structure. Whereas at EXP, it's just one big national company. You can operate in 50 different states, 24 countries under like one agreement and one fee structure. Yeah, no, 100%. And I think at the end of the day, it's, again, is it all about the money? Mostly, not entirely. It's also, though, it's making my life easier and efficient, right? Um, anything that's going to save me time, I'm on board. So, and, and nothing against KW. I think they were the last major dis- disruptor, and they are the probably the best of the what I would call the old model. You know, the old model that came about in 1906, been, uh, been hanging on this model for over 100 years now, and... You know, and, and this is the structure where you've got the 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 owner. The then you know later on it franchised out, right? So you've got regions, and then yeah. the regions sell franchises, and then the franchises hire staff and get yeah. brick and mortar. And um, and, old and, fashioned. and KW did a good job in, in the in the old fashioned mm-hmm. model. Um, you know, this allows easier expansion. It allows easier, quicker, faster growth. And it also gives two things that you don't see at other brokerages, right? Uh, you actually get ownership, yeah. right? You get equity, you get stock awards, uh, and you get revenue sharing. Yeah, I think that aspect is is not understood by most real estate agents, um, and most of them, by the way, are are in a revenue share deal. They're just on the wrong side of it. Yeah, right. They're sharing their revenue. Right, and. Um, you know, I was I was watching uh, the the Nike Air movie recently, where you know it, it told the story of how Nike got Michael Jordan, and and people don't realize this, but back then Nike was, you know, this is like 1983 or 1984. Nike was a nobody when it came to the basketball world. They were just sure. like a track shoe. Yeah. And you know, all the all the top players were with uh, Converse, mm-hmm. I think Mag- Magic, Larry. Adidas was kind of the maybe hipper, cooler one, and Nike was like no one. Jordan didn't want to do it, but his, his mom was able to negotiate a revenue share deal. Mm-hmm. So she she was kind of like the EXP agent, right? So you know you're gonna have access to those two things too now, right? Ownership and revenue sharing, which you don't get anywhere else, right? right? Um, how how much did did those two factors kind of weigh on your decision, if um, at all? Pretty heavily, yeah. Uh, because actually, the real reason why this brokerage move came up, right, is because um, we were actually in talks with two other brokerages. Um, kind of all just kind of fell into place, really, kind of coincidentally on the same month or two. So probably word got out that I was meeting with people. That's really what happened. And we actually had other offers from other brokerages. Um, one specifically, we won't say any names, but um, that was more cash up front, right? Would have made my life easy in terms of marketing and back end, sure. But it's much higher split, again, not as much of a long term plan, right? I'm trying to find a home to grow the team and grow and expand and move on, right? And just create that automated system in the back end. So I could have easily taken that cash paycheck up front with that brokerage and it would have been a pretty penny. Um, but. It yeah, it's funny, and I, I, I have a good sense of who you're talking about. It's I, I assume it's uh, an old model brokerage that's up and coming and kind of disguised as a tech broker like they like to call themselves a tech broker even though you know they have a lot of bricks and mortars yeah. <laughs> um they've been down 
in agent count this year. They've lost six, seven hundred agents uh, year to date, or at least through Q1, and you know, record-setting losses, all that. It's it's interesting on the cash bonus part because like a year ago, they told their shareholders they weren't weren't doing <laughs> doing that. Uh, yeah, and I've heard of this in multiple. Multiple places, multiple cities. Um, I've I've heard of, yeah, cash bonuses still. Which I don't know how you tell your shareholders one thing and do this. Um, and yeah, typically there you're you're at an eighty five fifteen or ninety ten. I did hear of someone getting a ninety five five actually. Yeah. Um, out in uh, I think somewhere in the Midwest, but um, yeah. The, the thing about taking the 15% split, right? Again, that's that's revenue share, just the wrong side of the wrong deal. Side. That ends up being like 45 to 50% of your profits, mm-hmm. right? So like whatever you're giving up to a uncapped broker in, in gross commissions, multiply that percentage by two yeah. to three, maybe even 3.5, and that's how much of your net profit you're giving up. Yeah. It's, it's wild and... Um, yeah, so so definitely over time, this is you know you know save you a ton of money, mm-hmm. give you ownership, give you the right side of the revenue share deal. Mm-hmm. Um, what are, what are your goals in in you know if you think like five years from now, after moving the team to EXP, I've heard you say you want to be in multiple cities. Which which cities do you want to be in, and like what's your overall you know goals for the group? Unsure in terms of like what the next big market we would want to break into. Um, I'm actually from Richmond, Virginia, so definitely would. That's an easy one for me, just being two hours from here. Um, that's like a little easy mini uh, office we can start there and break into, but definitely want to start breaking into the uh, other big markets in that sense. Um, in terms of a five-year plan, uh, you know, it's my goals change a lot. Um, you right. Know, it's, if you told me three years ago I'd be in this position, I would laugh in your face. So if you told me a year ago I was even starting my own team, I didn't believe you. So. It, it's um, on the bright side, the pro is we're still exponentially growing. We're a team of 11 now. I hope to be maybe a team of 20, 30 by next year, and then probably in a three-year plan, be in at least in two other cities, have at least 50, 80 agents total. That'd be like an extreme plan, um, but those, you know, set high goals. Now, you're also bringing on agents uh, over to EXP that will either be solo agents, run their own team, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's been great. Even in the past year, I've been able to at least create really great relationships in my current brokerage and outside my brokerage just here in the market. And so me making a move like this also kind of created conversations with a few other teams. So we'll be making our announcement here in the next week or so, and then um, there will actually be quite a few other teams making the move with us as well. Well, that that will definitely be exciting to see uh what would your message be to you know agents all across the country listening to this or even in other countries um you know if if they're kind of thinking well if if a guy selling 22 million his first year is making this move um maybe i should look at it right like what would you tell them tell people you know maybe maybe considering move what should they look at i mean other than just uh just look at it long term that's the big thing right it's I was skeptical about eXp at first. I'm not gonna lie, I was, right? And I think the big thing was eXp as a brand and as a brokerage, you know, I can brand myself as an eXp agent, but I can also brand myself as my company's agent. I'm gonna focus on my branding, my marketing. 
EXP is just giving me the tools and resources to grow exponentially a lot faster. And I think it's more just modern day in terms of the way we look at business models and being virtual and cloud-based, right? And being able to expand a lot quicker than a lot of these brick and mortar building plans like Keller Williams. Um, there's nothing skeptical about EXP. I would just start the conversation, look into it, instead of just hating on it from afar. <laughs> yeah, some. I mean, some of the biggest teams are there, and and certainly, um, yeah. you know, you see teams there now that are at almost a billion dollars in annual sales. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to say that it's not for top producing agents, right? It's working. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's working. So I would look into it for sure. And then you see like huge luxury sales there now even like there's 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 people selling five ten million dollar homes at, at exp uh, um they sold a f someone at exp sold a 40 million dollar condo say, a couple in, months ago on the west coast there were 20 30 million dollar things on average pretty much for some of those teams yeah no there's there's definitely some huge price point sales big teams there mm -hmm. uh if, if if someone's listening wants to learn more about it how should they contact you uh duo Mm -hmm. uh, Duo DMV for DC, Maryland, Virginia. That's our team um, here locally. So it's Instagram or how do they, how do they message you? <laughs> Facebook, yeah. yeah. Uh, our website, you can actually shoot okay. me a message through the website. Uh, all my contact info is there as well. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for being on the show again, Jonathan. Pleasure uh, to, to have you on and to share your story. And yeah. to all of our listeners and viewers out there, thank you for tuning in. Please share this episode with other agents that you think would benefit from it and leave us a review. We love the reviews. We'll see you next time.